Welcome to Cocktail Hour with DJ Kibar, a podcast where I share cocktails and conversation with wedding professionals and other special guests about what happens behind the scenes at a New England wedding. Hello and welcome. We are here with the incredible Adam Blackstock. What's ooh, going on, ooh, sir? Ooh, not much. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for joining me. Man, how... All right, so we, I've known you for probably... Ugh, I don't even know how long at this point. Your entire main event career. My entire main event career. How long have you been with main event at this point? This is my 22nd year. 22nd year. Wow. How long has the company been around? Probably 23, 24. Yeah. I feel like you were like the first or second DJ that Joey had, Second, right? yep. Wow. All right. So you've seen some stuff through your years. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> That's awesome. Longest, we'll get to that. Longest tenured man other than Joey. Absolutely. Love it. So welcome, um, of course, a DJ with Main Event Entertainment uh, joining us here in the studio. Excited to have you. So first and foremost, what are you drinking? I am drinking Hercules. Mm. Some kind of IPA I've never had before. I like trying different ones yeah. every time. All right. All right. I saw the man with the goggles, and I was like, that's got to be the one. <laughs> Is it going down good? Oh, yeah. Excellent. I, that's why I only brought two. <laughs> well, if you need, you know, something else, I've, I've got that blue. No, one. i got to drive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, there's that, too. Got to be, uh, be responsible. So uh, let's start with, uh, who are you, Adam? Okay, so you're, you're married, you got kids, you got a family, job, all the things. Tell us a little about you. What do you want to know? I was uh, born in England. Were you really? Yeah. England. Yeah, my mother's English. Wow, that's something I didn't know. My dad was a uh, 25-year veteran of the Air Force, mm -hmm. so he met her while he was on tour in England. Yep. Did All the right. old whoop de doop de I, Yeah. <laughs> and then there I was. Did you? How long did you live in England? Bounced back and forth my whole life. Oh, wow. Okay. So family over here wasn't that great. Yep. Family over there was awesome. Okay. So every chance he got to go, get stationed at an Air Force base back in England, uh-huh. We'd go. Let's go. Cool. So that way we could spend time with the English side of the family. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's really cool. See, I, I've been to London. Yep. All right. What a queen. Yes, I know. My seriously. Queen mom. I was very upset about that. I was <sighs> gutted. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can talk about, you know, I'd, I'd love to kind of pick your brain about that whole monarchy and I know and nothing about that. it. No. All right. Okay. <laughs> Good, even better. Um, but um, all right, so did you go to school there or did you go to on like, military bases? On military bases, wow, yep, okay. So, when did you finally kind of settle in the U.S. and like be done? Uh, I graduated high school. Um, I came over here, I think 91, 92, something like that. Oh, wow, okay, cool. Once I graduated school yep. and if you're an American, well, when I was 18, if you were an American in England, it was very hard to decipher the different grade systems from the schools. Mm -hmm. So it was impossible for me at that time to get employed someplace that I could have an, a, a career at because mm -hmm. they didn't know what an A was sure. or in my a B or a C. Their grading system was completely different. Yep. That makes sense. So I just packed it up and moved over here, lived with my sister for a little while until mm -hmm. I could get on my own two feet. Nice. All right. That's cool. All right. And wife, I love your wife. She's wonderful. She's and, all right. And two kids. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you do? For, now, so obviously you don't DJ full time, or you technically we all technically DJ full time, I don't. but uh, you also do have a, you know, a, a nine to five per se. 
Sure. <laughs> we can call it a nine to five. Yeah. Seven to six or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I do theatrical stage rigging. Um, I dabble in architectural lighting. That's awesome. All that kind of stuff. So what is it, what are some of the... Although you probably don't get scared at this point. How long have you been doing it? I'm um, around 20 years, I think. 18 yeah. to 20 years. I was going to say... What's the scariest kind of job you've done if you, like, climb up into the scaffolding of, like, these giant buildings and stuff like that? But you probably don't care at this point. No. I mean, we walk the we walk the, the rafters at the garden and stuff like Ugh. that all the time. It's safe. It's yeah, those catwalks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But um, I can't think of it right now, but the shell down on the waterfront, they changed names way too much mm-hmm. where they do the concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, In Boston? I, yep. Yeah. You yeah. know how they have the steel mm-hmm. white truss? Uh-huh. That's all lit by us. Ah. So we go up there and change the light bulbs or the fixtures whenever they need it. Yep. Um, we used to climb it. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask. But then, because of safety, sure. when things started to change a little bit. Now, the last time we went up, we rented a huge crane. Okay. Massive steel bucket. Yep. Two people get in there with yep. all your light fixtures and stuff, mm-hmm. and they just hoist you right up. And... Like the view of the water, like because it's obviously it has to be done nice weather. Sure. So you get all the sailboats out there. Yeah. Like I'm just there taking pictures. <laughs> the guy who I'm working with just keeps elbowing me. Come on, let's go. We gotta get this done. <laughs> but no, it's awesome. Um, I mean, lighting wise, we we took control of the bridge. Yeah. Um, everything inside and outside the garden is us. Yeah. We control all that stuff. We installed all that stuff. That's awesome. So there's some super, super cool projects that I've been... I'm not definitely not the brains behind the operation. Yep. We have guys who do all the designing. Yep. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I do... My primary thing is, like, just theatrical stage rigging. Mm-hmm. So any schools that are getting remodeled or brand new, I go in and install all the stage equipment that they need. That's awesome. So, of course, I mean, that helps DJing. <laughs> yeah, we dabble in audio and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so it's, you definitely know what you're doing, which is great. So. It's cool. Yeah. It's I'm not, nothing against the cubicle guys, but oh, of course. Um, it's not for me. Like, I can't yeah. sit yeah. in one place. I, yeah. I, I like, I never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. if I go to the same job for a month, every day is different. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And and actually that uh, sparks another question because like you end up going on location like overnights and all that stuff. Yep, fairly often, right? Yep, yep. Um, any crazy places or favorite places that you've been to? Fort Lauderdale. Oh wow. Uh, okay. Mi- well, Miami was cool. We went to Miami. There was a guy down there who owned a condo right on. Uh, Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. It was about the I think the fifteenth or the twentieth twentieth floor up. And when you sat in his living room, you could see all the cruise ships lined up. Uh-huh. And they as they came off the dock uh-huh. or the port, whatever you want to call it, um, they went right past his window. Okay. Because his window was almost like three sixty. That's awesome. Where his living room was. And people are hanging off the sides of the boat, screaming, and I'm in the living room, like, waving back. But what were you doing there? He had all custom LED lighting in his house. Oh, wow. And it was all, it's all integrated with a a very high-tech system. Yep. The house was insane. Yeah. Um, So it was all, and things have to talk and communicate. Sure. 
So he was having some problems that we couldn't deal with because we can dial into his house remotely if he wants something done. Yep. Um, this wasn't wasn't working properly, so we couldn't get a fix. So yep. we flew down there, and then at the same time we had a job in Fort Lauderdale. So we went to Miami, fixed him, and then went to Fort Lauderdale. Nice. All right. Rented a uh, convertible Camaro. <laughs> oh. Cruising around Florida. It was That's awesome. Why do I company dive? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't cost me anything. <laughs> One of the one of the best jobs I, or most fun I would say, because sure. the guy who I went with we get along great. Yeah, um, we had a good time. That's awesome. Good, 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 good. So let's talk about your other career. Um, so obviously twenty two years. Yeah. It, how did you first get into it? Accident, kind of. Um, before DJing, I was a videographer for weddings for oh, five wow. years, huh. and okay. that was because. A really good friend of mine, his dad owned a photography company, and then naturally his son got into it, mm -hmm. and back in the ages of dinosaurs, when videos first started coming out, <laughs> they needed somebody to video. Right. So he approached me, asked me if I'd be interested in making some extra money. Sure. Absolutely. I don't turn down money. Obviously. <laughs> and uh, so I started videotaping weddings, and that was when you had the... You know, the 100-pound camera, the Super VHS, uh -huh. and 50 pounds of batteries around your waist. Yep. And I did that for five years. All and right. So the beginning was fun, but because I was helping the photographer, so I'd go to the, the bride's house, mm, and mm -hmm. I would pose them so he could do the pictures. Mm -hmm. And then he'd go to the church, mm -hmm. and I would help pose for that because nobody really videos the church. Mm. Not back then. Sure. Um, and then we'd get to the party. Okay. So now it's time for me to start working. Yeah. So now I do my five hours or whatever, and then I had to go and spend... Back then with analog, it used to take me forever to edit the tapes because I did all the editing of the tapes and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was getting paid 200 bucks a wedding. Oh, wow. <laughs> which wasn't bad back then. Sure. Um, it wasn't horrible. But I kept saying the whole time, like, there's got to be a better way to make... Mm. You know, be in this industry, make better money, and have mm -hmm. more fun. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to every DJ that I came across at every wedding, mm -hmm. just asking questions. What do I need to DJ and all that kind of stuff? And I got the basics. I went to uh, Daddy's Junkie Music. Yep. I said, I want to be a DJ. What do I need? So they put a system together for me that wow. weighed 1,000 pounds. I had like huge solid wood PV speakers that were probably five feet tall. Um, and I started DJing for friends and family, and I did a small couple couple company parties yep. through friends and things and then we were at the pbd marriott i believe videoing and i saw this crazy ass man <laughs> so i did my usual shtick and i walked up to him like hey i want to be a dj like what do i need to do and he's like oh hey i'm joey i just started my own company what do you got Excellent. and i was like just some stuff from daddy's junkie music like i uh -huh. i got the basics yeah and uh, he's like, bring it by my house. I'll, let me see what you got. You know, well, uh, oh, yeah, I need some guys. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. So I went to his house, I don't that's know, it. sometime within the next couple of weeks. Yep. Took all my equipment. And there wasn't much training back then. He sure. just, he kind of helped me polish up some things on the microphone mm -hmm. and all that. And just kept going. Been that. going. That's awesome. So you've seen some stuff through yeah, the years. Yeah, probably. You've seen some stuff, I'm, I'm sure. Anything, uh, anything stick out for like just, just crazy, crazy stories, crazy. I don't know, just you know, throughout the years. 
Believe it or not, in the beginning, nothing much. Nothing much. The, yep. the, the crazy stories I have, and I don't even have a lot of them, mm. um, but have all happened probably in the last seven years. Mm. Okay. Uh, I had one where the, the groom got his ass kicked mm. by the bride's brother. Like in a uh, fight? Oh, yeah. Fist fights, yeah. Like they're in the middle of the dance floor, or like no, they were they were kind enough to wait until the end of the night. Okay, um, I was outside loading my truck, and yep. I just hear you know people yelling, and they come out the the main doors, and I didn't really notice who it was at first, and then I heard a pop, mm. so I look over in the grass, and one guy's down on his back, and another dude on top of him just Ooh. pounding the crap out of him. Oh gosh, and then. Cops show up, uh-huh. so I just start throwing stuff in my truck even faster now. Like, I don't want to be any part of this. Yeah. I had to go. I don't want to mention where I was, but there's an extremely long walk to get back down to the room. Mm. I had to go get, like, a couple last things. And I come out, and the groom is sitting on a bench in the hallway near the front doors, and he had grass stains all over him, and he was bleeding. So I was like, well, you must be the one that was on the bottom. Um <laughs> That's not cool. And the cops were, you know, they're all asking questions yeah. and stuff. And so through all of that, I, I caught on that it was the bride's brother. Mm. End of the night, the groom made some comments that weren't so flattering for the bride, I guess. And the brother heard. Ugh. And, I mean, everybody was absolutely tanked. Of course. It was one of those, of I think I did two hours of overtime. Oh, wow. And as you walk down the hall, all the rooms are down there. And every single one of them had empty cases of beer Uh like down the hall outside the rooms pizza boxes galore like Mm -hmm. it was just a crazy crazy party and uh he said something and the the bride's brother didn't appreciate it and he got his ass kicked Mm. so well fortunately it was at the end (laughs) and they are still married because i follow them on facebook there they go they're still married so (laughs) it just must have been a drunken stupor yeah yeah i remember um i'm hoping to have ken on um to chat a little bit because he's had some very interesting it's actually i believe one of his stories involves lebanese people a lebanese couple um at the granite rose before they um that was a stabbing was it a stabbing kens i don't remember if it was a stabbing per se but i do know that there was like a brawl and cops showed up and there were like 50 cop cars or something crazy i can't remember I can't remember if I was there the same night as him because there was definitely two weddings. Yes, so yeah. I think I was in the back room uh-huh. and he was in the front room. Okay, I'm almost positive. Well, from what I know, if I if I remember this correctly, he was saying like one wedding had an open bar, the other one did not. Yeah. So they walked through the bathroom there to get to each room. Yep. And they share they, both rooms share the bathroom, so they were like fi- like somehow someone decided to go into the other room get free drinks at their open bar. Why not? And then that caught on, and then somebody got mad, words were exchanged, and then yeah. punches were exchanged. Yeah. So, so like, it might have been a different Ugh. night, but I'm, I'm almost positive there was, I can't remember if we were there together or yep. if I was there the next night or something, but we were talking, and he was like, oh, dude, uh-huh. somebody got stabbed at my wedding there. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, oh, like I've never had that kind of cool stuff happen, yeah. you know? Yeah. It is cool yeah. when you're the DJ. Yeah. Well, not cool that they got stabbed, but still. No. Just a, <laughs> but cool, at least... a cool story. Oh, absolutely. See, my thing is, is like, you know, you, the wedding, it's, I actually just, just updated our, uh, our social medias. Uh, for my little quote, I wrote, um, weddings are like 
the Super Bowl, the World Series, the yeah, you know that. all you know all of those <laughs> at once, right? So it's it's the all of like the best, the biggest sporting events, all in one, and need to be treated as such, right? Yeah. So that's somebody's wedding. You can't do it again. Like, no matter what happens, the from my perspective, the couple getting married, bride and groom, two grooms, two brides, doesn't matter. They like no stress. Nothing can happen. Okay. So this past weekend, my God. Actually, it wasn't this past weekend, uh, the weekend prior. This weekend, something else happened. The weekend prior, so two weeks ago, um, I'm doing a wedding at one of my used to be not so favorite places to work. They recently put in an elevator. I'm not mad anymore. Um, that place. Yep. And <laughs> exactly. Um, it's you know, and it's nice. It's it's a pretty nice place. You know, plenty of places to get get pictures taken. You know, like we're good. We're we're okay here. Um, they they upgrade new things every year. I was talking to the coordinator. Um, things are looking great. Um, not a lot of space for mm. us to set up, which is not great, but you make it work. So. Things are going great. Food was good. Like, food came out quick. Like, things were going just perfectly to plan. But it was also a gorgeous night outside. So everybody's going to go out onto that deck and enjoy the night. And it's a little bit more challenging to keep the dance floor going when, one, if the bride and groom, of course, I had a bride and groom, um, keep going outside themselves, or something throws off the night. And I know this because I've been there many times. Yeah. So, oh, what happens this night? Uh, something threw off the night, and I knew I was going to lose the crowd instantly because what was happening? Our photographer friend. Now, shout out to all the good photographers, like the photographers to know what they're doing, that, that know what they're doing. We all know who I'm talking about, like the ones that. The Garones of the world, you know, like the ones oh, yeah. that know what they're doing and get it done. Yep. Um, you want to take them out for sunset photos and you say 10 minutes? I'm actually going to believe you when you say 10 minutes. Right. This particular photographer, I actually don't even remember his name. I don't know what the company is. None of that. But, and I don't like to talk shit about anyone, but ugh, this guy, let's just say he took his time. Um, he was out there. They were taking photos and... The 10 minutes ended up actually turning into about 30 or 35. Yeah. Um, and by the end, every single guest, I, I'm not even exaggerating, every single guest was outside. So, okay, I lost the whole party. Like, everyone's outside. It's going to be a challenge to get them back in. My saving grace, though, was they haven't done cake cutting and parent dances yet. Okay. So I'm going to get them back in for at least those. And then hopefully, with the right first opening set, um, keep the dance floor going. Yep. Well, okay, they finally come back in, and I'm like, all right, I go straight to the bride and groom. I'm like, you guys ready? We're going to do um, kid cutting and parent dances, like, let's go, whatever. And I'm, But I'm looking down, and the photographer and what looks like either his spouse or whatever, they're, they're all just together. Um, so I, I think it's a husband and wife, whatever, videographer. Together, they go downstairs. They don't come upstairs behind the bride and groom. I'm like, where are you going? Okay. Regardless, I'm like, let's go cake cutting parent dances. They're like, yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. And so I make my like in a few minutes kind of teaser announcement. I always try to make it so that people know that something is about to happen so that they don't miss out on what's going to happen. Well, the photographer hears my announcement 
And what does he do? Okay, so first, apparently, he's now thinking that things are moving too fast. Don't know why. <laughs> now, if you have some sort of concerns, leave the bride and groom out of it. You need to not tell them anything because from their perspective, it needs to be sunshine and rainbows the entire time. Yeah. He goes up to the bride and says, hey, like, I just, I need the DJ to slow down a little bit because we're moving too fast. Don't know what that means because we're not moving fast. We're actually moving kind of slow thanks to you. Yeah, you're a little but behind. That's fine. We're actually very much behind. Um she comes over to me with this like look on her face of like confusion and a little bit of concern of like, yeah, you know, so he said we can do cake cutting right now, but then he needs like maybe another 10 minutes, 15 minutes before we can do parent dances. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? What does that mean? She's got to change his film. Does he still have an old camera? Right? I'm like, what do you, what do you mean you can't? No, 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 no. I'm like, my whole crowd is outside and some of them are starting to trickle in because I made the teaser announcement. Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, no worries. No worries. You know what? Let me just connect with him real quick. I just got to make sure that we're still on the same page, but like for me to the bride, no, we're good. We're smiling. Everything's fine. No, there's, you do not bring the bride into your concerns. Nope. He should have gone straight to you. So I go over to the guy and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Bride says you need some more time. And he's like, yeah, you know, things are moving too fast. And I'm like, (laughs) I've never been more like direct and like straight into the point and not beat around the bush than I have to this guy. I was like, we are not moving too fast. We're actually moving very, very slow. And if anything, we are on your timetable because you were just outside for the past 35 minutes. Right. So here's what's going to happen. And I literally said it like this and I, I kind of feel bad, but like, no. This, he, this wedding's a Super Bowl. Let's yeah, go. He obviously needed it. I'm like, here's what's going to happen. You take as much time as you need right now in this very moment. You need 10 minutes. You need 20 minutes. Take it. But then we're doing cake cutting, parent dances, and we're opening up the dance floor back to back rapid fire. Okay? So we'll take whatever time you need right now, but I'm not giving you 10 minutes in between. Yeah. Because I'm going to lose that crowd, and then I have to call them back in, and then they're going to go back outside. No. So he's he's got this like look on his face like uh I don't know what to do. So what does he do? And so he's like okay, he tells me and I'm just like give me the thumbs up when you're ready. I'm we are all waiting on you. Um and so he kind of like has this look on his face whatever, okay. So he like goes around the corner him and his like videographer wife person whoever. And then I see him go to the wedding coordinator, says a couple things to the wedding coordinator which her job is done. They already serve food. Yeah. Things are like Cake was um, like a main cake topper, and then cupcakes. Like, it's up we're, to you at that we're point. done. It's it's our show. Let's go. Yeah. Um, and then kind of goes back over to the bride. Bride and groom are basically standing by the cake, waiting to cut it. Like, we're legit just waiting on this videographer or this photographer. And then um, he just kind of like probably took about four or five minutes, and then he like turns, looks at me, and like gives me the thumbs up. And I'm like, let's go. And so we kick it off. But I'm like, this guy had the audacity to say. Things are going too fast. I'm like, absolutely not. But even but, if he thinks it is, he does, you don't go to the bride. Yes. You don't go to anybody. I just don't understand. Go to the coordinator and let the coordinator talk to you mm. or go to you directly. Yeah. Uh, but I just, so this this past weekend, I actually sat down to dinner with um, a photographer during the wedding. And um, I was like, last week I had this guy say it was going too fast. Help me understand. And she's like, No. 
<laughs> like you're fine. No idea why yeah. that is too fast, but nonetheless. So the moral of that story is make sure we're booking vendors that know what they're doing. Yeah. Um I I just I don't understand. I still it kind of boggles my mind with this one guy. Um and I'm I'm thinking maybe it's like a all right. The video needs like a different white balance or something like that. I just I don't know. Even then though, if you work like I worked with Jamie a uh, few yeah. weeks ago from NH Images. Mm-hmm. I screwed up for intros because usually I'm on top of everything mm. and, and I'm always making sure a photographer's ready, videographer's ready. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens until I make sure yeah. they're all set. Yep. Everywhere that needs to be in the room is in the room. Yep. I was at a venue where everything happens upstairs as far as dinner and toasts. Mm-hmm. Dancing happens downstairs, so it yep. throws you off kilter a little bit. Uh-huh. And then there was a little bit of confusion at the beginning. Things were going to be done one way, but then another person said, no, they're not. Mm. So I was just a little thrown off balance, and I started to get everybody ready for introductions because they're all standing around. All the seats are upstairs, mm. and I completely forgot to check with Jamie. <clears throat> yeah. She was there. Yeah. She was there and Didn't ready matter. to go because yeah. she knew what was going to be happening next. Right. Even right. though I I should have gone up to her and said, "Hey, are you all set?" Right. I spaced and she, but she was there and ready. Yeah. So yeah. I went up to her after the fact and I apologized. Uh-huh. She said, "You know what? I would have appreciated the heads up, uh-huh. but I knew it was coming at some point. Mm-hmm. So I was ready." Yeah. And I mean yeah. that's huge to get professional. Yeah. Vendors, I mean, it's yeah, absolutely. absolutely huge. Absolutely. This past weekend, I have to say, so something happened to you, I want to say, two weeks ago, and then something similar happened to me. Uh, fire? Fire alarm? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. First time in 22 years. Okay. I was with Peter Clayman. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, a very well-known place. Yeah. And dinner hadn't even been served yet. Um, things were going a little slow, mm-hmm. but not not horrible. Yep. I think there was about 170 people. Oh, wow. So it was a good-sized crowd. Yep. And I think they had just cleared salad or something. And all of a sudden, fire all the strobes go. You got the fire alarm going off. Me and Peter were just kind of looking at each other. Everybody's staring at each other like you do. Like, do we have to leave? Do we not have to leave? <laughs> I love that. And the coordinator came out and said, you don't have to go. You don't have to go. So I get on the mic. Everybody, calm down. We don't have to leave. We don't have to leave. We're good. Uh So they, the ones that had started to panic and run out um, all started coming back in. Uh The coordinator came back. Nope, we do have to leave. We do have to leave. So I got back on the microphone again. And I was like, okay, false alarm. We do need to evacuate. Please false do alarm, so it is orderly. Real. Right, false alarm. <laughs> it is a real alarm. We need to evacuate. Please do so safely, orderly. Yeah. And then I have a sick sense of humor sometimes, so I quickly threw on Fire Burning by Sean <laughs> Kingston. Slammed on everybody. Call 911 as they're walking oh out. Oh, my God. Got a lot of laughs it. and giggles out of it. That's amazing. And played it until the, you know, the room was empty. Uh-huh. And luckily, it was a nice dry night. Yep. And uh, we hung out there for about, I think, about 20 minutes or so. Wow. wow. That's a lot. Um, well, it's did a huge you, building. Well, it is. That's true. So. Did you ever find out, like, what and why and that everything? That was one 
burnt little morsel in the bottom of an oven Ugh. that was enough Just to set off going. a smoke detector. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'll happen. That's why originally they said we didn't have to leave because the manager yeah. said she knew it wasn't a fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then somebody overruled that and said, nope. You know, yeah. The fire department will be pissed oh, they'll if they be, come in yeah, here it'll be and bad. this room is full. Bad news, yeah. Absolutely. And then Joey was on the other side. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm texting him, hey, how's your night going? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it's only eight and I could use a fucking drink right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So we had some laughs, but. So what, see, I, I, I bring that up and I ask about that because um, I had a real fire at my wedding this a real uh, fire weekend, yeah. Um, now that it's over, and um, granted, I I I'd be very surprised if this bride actually ever ended up listening to this to this uh, podcast. But uh, nonetheless, everything went well, so it's all good. It's kind of after the fact at this point. But um, I was at a venue that um, the outside foyer, so everybody's outside for cocktail hour. Um, easy load in like i love this place they got those two sliding doors you just load in through those straight into the room like you're there right um everybody's outside for cocktail inside for the reception they have the full ballroom well the couple had centerpieces that were very pretty they're made of paper they were paper flowers Right underneath, oh, candles everywhere. God. Yep, there's like four or five candles surrounding them. Problem was, is the candles were like on the the mirror. Yeah. Right. So for those that don't know, like most centerpieces will have a mirror, like a, a circle mirror, and then a centerpiece on top of that. Just add to that like little decor. And they didn't move. They failed to move the mirror, the 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 candles out. Yeah. So they they like, and and two at the same time. Literally, two um, people were like lighting at the same time on this side of the room, and instantly, in like the only way that these things could go up faster is if they poured gasoline over them, like poof. poof. <laughs> and like funny, one girl, funny. one girl, like kind of like half screamed, and then uh, I think it was two guys that were lighting them, and they were like, ah, ah, and I like look over because I'm right there. Yeah. I look over and I'm like. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> like that's that's a lot of fire. <laughs> it wasn't a little bit. And so like they try to like put it out, but I'm like, don't use your hands, bro. Like, okay, so then he takes it and then something. Yeah, something. Well, they're like panic. Well, there's there's glasses of water all around the table, but no. Some water on. Nope. Um they pick it up and <laughs> they throw them on the ground to try to like stomp them up. I'm like the ground is it's carpet. Like, the floor is carpet. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh, but, like, again, I, I can't blame them because, like, they're probably not thinking. They're just trying, just reacting. Yeah, and they're not trained in any right. of that kind of stuff. So I get it. Um, But then, they, like, they actually thought, all right, let, okay, so they, it's, like, half lit still. Um, He, like, picked it up and took both of them. I think one of them actually got extinguished. One of them was still going. Um, and he like threw it in a trash can and then took like a tablecloth and like snuffed it out on top of it to kind of like cut the oxygen. Still um, no water though. No water. <laughs> Still no water. Um, but I'm like, oh my God. And I'm talking 10 minutes before doors open, like 10 minutes before cocktail hours are done and people start coming in. So like the whole room smells like reeks of, of smoke. Like Nothing fire. ever went off though? No. Wow. Super surprised and thankful because I feel like sprinklers probably would have gone that's off. my biggest fear mm-hmm. i was at a mm-hmm. venue this is going back maybe three years ago it was pre-covid 
and I was up in the White Mountains at a very popular place. Yep. And uh, super, super fun crowd, pot, mm. like big pothead crowd. Like they were just <laughs> super fun. Yeah. Great party. And I'm doing my thing, playing some music. We're getting close to the end of the night. And a guest comes up to me and he goes, dude, I don't know if you've noticed, big pot crowd. <laughs> I go, yeah. You know, the, the stench of the room yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I had an idea. You go out in the jacket. Yeah. He's like, you got to play because I got high. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> so, you know, most weddings, I'd be like, yeah. yeah, maybe not. but Probably not. But then there's sometimes I'm like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Worst case, I switch it real quick into something else. Sure. Yeah. It's a pot crowd. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. Played it. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, there's a fatty. It's got a, it looks like a cigar. It had oh, to have God. been an inch in diameter, four to six inches long. Poof. So they light it up on the dance floor. Oh, my. In your inside. Yes. This is indoor, indoor venue, yeah. First, I'm laughing, I'm clapping, I'm like, oh, this is fucking great, and I'm dancing <laughs> behind, <laughs> and then something made me look up. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, this place is loaded with sprinklers. Mm-hmm. 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 That, and I, like, from then on, I was like, okay, isn't anybody going to say anything? Like, staff's walking around. Nope, nope. <laughs> like, is anybody going to say that? They just kept passing it around the circle, oh, huge puffs, like, the... It looked like Cheech and Chong's car. Uh-huh. It was like we were all pretty much high at this point now mm-hmm. because it was so filled with smoke. I don't know. No alarm ever ended up going off. Mm, so good. they're obviously not very sensitive, yep. which luckily some places aren't. And that's why you can do fog machines sure. and stuff. But, yep. Yep. And this is an older venue too, so I didn't mm. even think of that. But yeah, the whole sprinkler pipe is, uh, that's what freaks me out the yep. most. Because yep. your stuff's more than likely not going to burn down. Mm-hmm. But... It can get drenched if those go off. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's no way of saving it. Oh, I go... See, I go through my head of like, all right, worst case scenario, what happens? Like, am I covered for tomorrow's wedding? Like, do I have gear for tomorrow's wedding? Yes or no? And then what do I grab first? And for the most part, I'm just like, well, everything can be dealt with except for my computer. Like, yeah. I have my backup computer, too, um, that I probably should actually boot up and leave out but i leave it like in its bag it's with me at all times but like i don't boot it up um i know many djs do but it's fine um that's it have mine on and just sitting on the floor yeah um yeah i should it's just turning it on i probably will start doing that but regardless um yeah i'm just like all right then what? And then, you know, we all got insurance, so yep. just file a claim. And Yeah, my biggest thing's laptop. I would just, I'd rip that off of there mm-hmm. and grab my backpack because my yep. backpack that my primary laptop is in mm-hmm. has, I think I got four SSD drives in there that mm-hmm. it's all exact copies. Oh, there you go. Yep. So if I could just get my laptop, I'd yep. be set music-wise. And I have, yeah. I probably have three sets of full syst- speaker systems yep. and yep. extra gear and all that yeah. stuff. Ceremony yeah. system would become the main system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's That's just nice. it, the sprinkler pipes are what, what freaked mm-hmm. me out. And, and fortunately for this past weekend, yeah, nothing went off. Um, the wedding coordinator ends up, I, I look at her and she's spraying the room with like, like bathroom oh, like, or like whatever <laughs> um just like decenter um uh, which is good because like oh yeah it smelled yeah um and i kid you not like not 
a minute after she finished spraying, or less, less than a minute, um, like this girl and her mom like walk in to the room and she's like looking for their seats. And I'm like, ah, the room's not open yet, but hi. <laughs> um, and they're just like, nothing, nothing, like nonchalant, like no problems. And then I'm just like, I gotta ask. So I go over to the mom and I'm like, hey, just out of curiosity, um, when you first walked into this room, did you smell anything? And she's like, I smell barbecue. I smell like 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 steak oh, or, nice. or or ribs. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, that's what there <laughs> like, is. That's all I needed. That's all. I... And she's like, why? And I'm like, just wondering, just wondering if this room smells like anything. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, it smells like steak. Perfect. It worked. Yeah. But then the wedding went off without a hitch, and it was it was awesome. But um, I'd rather but, smell steak than. Yeah. I did one. I don't even know. Seven years ago, maybe, mm. in a barn. That was a real barn. Mm-hmm. That morning, they just moved the horses out. Yeah, no. So the whole night, all no. through dinner, everything, Ugh. all you could smell was horse shit, uh-huh. hay. Ugh. It, it was a beautiful place, and it was an older couple that owned it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I think they were friends of the, the family that mm-hmm. got married. So they wanted to get married in that barn. But I was like, you could have moved the horses out maybe like a couple days ago yeah. and swept a little. Something. And, for breeze, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> light a candle. I don't yeah, know, <laughs> something, but yeah. See, these are the types of things that like it's tough because typically couples won't think about it, won't think to ask, won't think right. to, you know. So it's like I always tell couples, like, ask your vendors or or get tips, get recommendations, get you know, um, like ask your vendors, use your vendors as a resource because we've seen all the things. And well, that's if, one of those things. If it was a family friend, yeah, she's probably been going there forever. Mm, mm, sure, it's a horse barn. You're used to the smell. You're sure. used to the surroundings. Yeah. You just—that's one of those things you probably just don't even think of. Yeah. And if you're from that far up north in New Hampshire, it it might yeah. be normal. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. just found it hard to eat. <sighs> yeah, when you that. have that smell. <sighs> so I'm assuming some of the other guests did too. Yeah. Yeah, no way. So um, let's talk about, real quick, before we close, um, what are some of your kind of, like, biggest tips for for couples? Like, what would you tell a couple looking to get married now? As far as planning goes? Yeah. Relax, have fun with it, and just enjoy your day. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them just get too wound up, Mm -hmm. too Mm high-strung. They just... I mean, it takes a lot of thought and a lot of planning, but of once you get down to the, the, the final few details of music mm-hmm. for all your formalities, mm-hmm. maybe all your pictures and stuff like that, I personally think sometimes they concentrate too much on that stuff. Yeah. And they just need to let the professionals that they hired mm-hmm. throw a package together for them, and this is, this is what you need. Yeah. Um, formalities, obviously, like I don't like picking formalities for anybody. Mm-hmm. That's that's what helps personalize their yeah. day. Yeah. You pick out your first dance, your intros. I'll help you, mm-hmm. but that's what helps personalize it. Um, but I've had couples in the past plan the cocktail music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I talked to a couple fairly recently who um, they weren't an actual couple of mine yet. It was a meeting. Mm. And I told them, basically, I wasn't the guy for them. 
Yep. Because it's all about the right fit. They wanted to give supply me eighty percent of the dance music, mm-hmm. and then I feel around for the other twenty percent. Right. And I told him flat out, my couples, I like getting whatever. You can give me a hundred songs, mm. but only twenty to thirty that you maybe absolutely want to hear. Yep. And then the rest I get to play with based right. on what you don't want to hear, what I know you like. Um, and this couple was pretty adamant. So, I, I mean, I told them, you know, mm. I don't think we're the right fit. Uh-huh. Yep. Which I have no problem doing. Yeah. In the beginning. I'm sure they appreciate that, though. Um, well, they I, should they if they say didn't, anything, didn't, But right. I haven't heard back, so I'm guessing right. I'm not their guy. Right. But, right. yeah, I mean, in the beginning, you take everything you can get. Yep. I'm done with that now. Like, yeah. I want to be happy and comfortable with the couple because yeah. I think I give a better performance. Absolutely. And hopefully. You have your own brand. You, you're building your own brand. Right. you realize it or not. And um, like you absolutely. said, hopefully they respect me for that because mm-hmm. I don't want to just take it to take it. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, what's interesting about that, though, um, <laughs> I love it, though, when I when I talk to them and I plan and all that stuff, I end up saying, like, you want to give me a list, that's fine, but if you're going to go through, take the time and build out this list of 30, 60, 100 songs... I'm going to take the time to go through and nitpick every single song yep. and confirm that I recommend it or I don't. So I'm going to give it its due diligence just as much as you are. Yeah. So, but I'm also going to be, thing. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But I tell them that up front. I'm like, don't, don't be surprised if I push back on some of these songs. But also nine times out of 10, we end up being aligned anyway yeah. um, with, with, what they're looking for and what I'll probably end up playing anyway. But um, to your point, you got to feel out the crowd. Like you can't yeah. just pre-plan all the things because what if that's not what they're responding to? Like yeah. you got to be, you have to have that flexibility to be able to play to that night, play yep. to that event. And couples need to think about what you are excited about and you're listening to you know randomly tonight on a on a random monday not gonna be the same vibe as your wedding night with all your friends and family and all these things so well that's what i tell them you know if i get a list of 100 songs i do the same thing i go through every single song Mm -hmm. if i'm not familiar with it i listen to it yep if it's not going to work for dance but i know that they like that song Right into dinner music. Yeah, dinner. Yep. Perfect time to place the music that they love. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like Dave Matthews. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. dance to Dave Matthews. Not really. Perfect mm-hmm. dinner music. Yep. Perfect cocktail music. Throw it someplace else. Yep. I want you to hear what you like, yep. but I don't want to kill the dance floor. Right. So right. just, uh, you know, that goes back to yeah. talking to the vendors. Yep. Getting nice and comfortable with that. Yep. What about, all right, so you've been doing this longer than me. Um, what would you kind of tell your younger self now that you know everything like that you know and that you've experienced over these years, if you could go back to when you were first starting, what would you tell yourself as far as tips, tricks, anything like that? Oh, I would have started a lot earlier. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been doing it for 22. So I was, I think, 28. 30, yeah, I was 28 when I started. Mm, mm-hmm. So I would definitely have liked to have started 18 to 20 years old. Yeah. But at least when I came over here, I was probably about 20, 21 when I came over here. So it would have been awesome to have like started then. Forget the five years of video. Yeah. Just yeah. jump right into to DJ. DJing. Yep. But it. at the same time, in high school, you would never see me standing in front of somebody talking. Huh. Interesting. I had to go to a special class because yep. I was afraid 
I was absolutely petrified uh-huh. to speak in front of a group. Huh. Okay. I mean, now you do. So I would never have, to 200 easy. Yeah. Yeah. But I would never have thought that at 18 to 20. Sure. So yeah, that would be my thing. Forget your fear. And I would have started, you know, 20, when I was 20 years old or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I do yeah. love it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's gotta be one of the best. Yeah. I mean, you said this on one of your other podcasts, you can't really call it a job. Oh yeah. But it is one of the best jobs you can do mm-hmm. because of what you're doing for the couple, yeah. their family and friends. Yep. And you, I mean, you're partying. Mm-hmm. You can't get better than that. And the best thing is, sometimes you're one of the only sober people in the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the entertainment, like I'm getting entertained uh-huh. more than I'm entertaining sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a blast. Oh, it's awesome. Absolute blast. It is awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, hey, this has been great. Um, of course, you got, uh, what's your Instagram? D, uh, just DJ Adam Blackstock? At DJ Adam Blackstock. Yep. And then you got your Facebook. Facebook. Your, yeah, all the things. I'll post them on the on the um, description. Um, and of course, Made of Entertainment. Yeah. Hit us up if you need anything. Absolutely. Sir, thank you so much for joining. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll catch you next time. Yes. Thanks so much for listening to Cocktail Hour with DJ Keybar. I hope you enjoyed the conversation enough to join me on my social media channels. Visit theonlydjkeybar.com to see my Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and other platforms. Finally, I'd really love to know what you thought of the show. So I invite you to tag me on Instagram at theonlydjkeybar, include the hashtag cocktailswithkeybar, and let me know what you thought of the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Until next time.